Welcome to Procrastination Planet, where we should be writing, but... We're back, everybody. I'm Carly Knight, and with me is my special co-host, Janine Biggs. Hello. (laughs) Thank you for having me, Carly. You're welcome, (laughs) Janine. No, honestly, thank you for being my special co-host. Anytime. I love your podcast. Thank you. And uh, it's going to be fun. Janine is one of my fellow outlaw writers, and her daughter was my beta reader. Yeah, my beta reader. Thank you. (laughs) Apparently, Sunday and the power outage have completely fried my brain, but she offered to help a bitch out, so... She enjoyed it. She loved it. Oh, I'm so glad. So anyway, without much further ado, she and I are going to be talking about how we as writers keep ourselves accountable and keep from putting the procrastination in Procrastination Planet. Or not. (laughs) Yeah. How we say we keep ourselves accountable. (laughs) How we say we kick our own asses because it sounds really good for a Pinterest soundbite or (laughs) meme or what the fuck ever. Okay, let's get a little housekeeping out of the way. So if you like us, don't forget to like us, subscribe, download, leave a five-star rating and a quick review. Doing both of those things, emphasis both, helps to push us up the charts and get us discovered. And that way you can help make us big because that's what you want, right? You want us to make it big? You want us to be successful? Oh, yes. Say yes. Yes. Say yes. Yes. (laughs) I don't know if that was for me or for our... Our listeners. Do you like that? Our listeners. Yes, our. It makes it sound <laughs> professional. The royal we. The royal we. It's for everybody out there. That's that's the whole, please do this. Please help me out. Please give us validation because I, I really thrive on that. We all need validation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> also, if you want to donate to the cause, go to procrastinationplanet.com and find the link to our Patreon page. And that way you can sponsor us with a donation every month. You get little bonuses such as shout outs on the podcast, extra bonus episodes, etc. Amen. If you want some sweet merch, go to procrastinationplanet.com and go to the page with a link to our Teespring merch page. And that way you can have cool ass logo merch. And once we can get the fundage together, we can employ more artist friends and have them design even more merch. That sounds great. Yeah. Before I forget, don't forget to share links out on social media. Don't forget to engage with us on social media. We're on Instagram at Procrastination Planet Podcast, on Twitter at Procrast Planet, on Facebook at Plain Old Procrastination Planet. Oh, and if you want to send hate mail or love letters, procrastinationplanetpod at gmail.com. All right. On with the show. Like I said before, Janine's part of our outlaw writing group. And... We don't always have time to talk about the writing process itself because it's a big group. There's a lot of people and we have a lot of people who want to read and critique their stuff. So sometimes um, we get together outside the group as we can, piecemeal, etc. And we talk about the writing process. Recently, some of us gathered together to talk about how we keep ourselves accountable, how we kick our own asses in order to keep up with the writing habit. Writing habits. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So that's what I wanted to cover today, because we all have so much to do, so little time, as you've seen from all of my episodes where I whine about my big old Sonoma State workload. (laughs) As y'all know, since I am the founder of Procrastination Planet, 
I am the master procrastinator. I should have done this podcast first because I think I've got to be. Really? When we spoke about our writing habits, my biggest thing was... I had it in my head where I have to write every day, every day. And obviously, I can't do that. And then we talked about making smaller goals. So, I made a goal of to write three days a week. And that seems so much more realistic to me. And if I can do more, that's great. But if not, then, you know, at least I'm shooting for my three. I don't know if I've made that this week, but it's okay. Yeah. Were you there at um, the bookshop in Benicia where Ellie Larkin was doing the signing? I wasn't there. Okay, because I know Jill and I had commented, well, both of us had commented on, um, she doesn't have an everyday writing habit. Right. Her thing is she kind of lets her story compost. She kind of gets it going and then she just binges it all out. That's how Jill said she does hers, too, Uh if you remember. Oh, yeah. That kind of works for me, too. And somebody, oh, Tim was telling us that he spoke with the author, Lisa C. (laughs) And she said to write a thousand words a day. And he said when he does that, it's hard, but it it helps him. And he's a lot better as far as writing. Yeah. He's got all that spare time, though. I have more spare time now than I have before. And I still can't get it done. But then when I get into the, oh, I have to write so many words a day or so many words a week. If I'm editing or revising, then sometimes I get all caught up in that Mm -hmm. and it doesn't work. So I just, I found what works for me is setting a a goal time. Like I like to, at least if I'm going to write, I want to get about two hours in. Okay. And if I can hit that, whatever I've accomplished, I'm okay with that. Be it words or revising or whatever, even research, because, you know, you have to put some research in some things. <laughs> oh, yeah. Of course, I've had a tendency to turn some of my research into another procrastination planet tactic. See, I worked that plug right into the yes, middle of the did. episode. <laughs> but it's a procrastination tactic. I was working real hard not to say planet right after procrastination. <laughs> Shameless branding. That's okay. When do you like to write? Speaking of habits. Um, I'm probably a little bit more productive. Like early afternoon would probably be best. Mornings, I try and get my exercise in. There you go. Because my thing is if I don't exercise once my feet hit the floor, it's never going to happen. Okay. Because then I kind of get settled in with other stuff and then, right. oh, I'm comfortable. I'm a Taurus. I'm not going to, I'm not going <laughs> to get up. Okay. I actually, and we did talk about this, I actually like getting up early, mm-hmm. although lately I've been having a, well, lately I um, insomnia is like my best friend right now, so I don't go to bed until the wee hours of the morning, mm-hmm. but I do like to get up early, and I have all these good intentions of sitting down and writing, but then my Kindle's right there, and it has all my games on it, and I'll just play one, and an hour... Just, just the one. Yeah, an hour later, I'm I've like, done oh, that. I haven't written. I've done that with crossword puzzles. Yep. And scrabble and I'm like okay wait how long have I been internet scrabbling no bad bad <laughs> but also as I was writing notes for this I was thinking um I like the alone time I have in the morning and I love just sitting there with my cup of coffee and it makes me kind of feel like I don't know it sort of makes me feel like a writer because mm-hmm. I have my coffee it's just the whole cliche thing oh yeah and, and if I write late at night or in the evening glass of wine during the day, iced tea. I like making myself a cup of tea at night. Has to be the decaf tea now, because I'm I'm reaching the age where I've become sensitive to caffeine at night now. 
So we know I'm older than you, but <laughs> caffeine doesn't bother me at night. But, you know, the glass of wine and I, and I write a little bit and then I take my drink of wine and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I'm there. And then if I have too much wine, I look and go, what the hell did I write? But you wrote something. But I wrote something. This is true. That's Hashtag word count goals. Oh, there you go. So, you know, going back to the whole words a day type thing, I'm not going to plug it. There's this little contest in November. That oh, I yeah. Decided oh, we can say NaNoWriMo. They're not going to sue us for trademark infringement. Well, I decided to do it last year. Oh, no. And I started. <laughs> and then it's pretty much just making yourself accountable to yourself. And I don't know. It was. It's more like there's nothing to be gained from it other than personal gain. So I decided to not finish it, but what I got out of it was my own personal goals, meaning I wanted to write so much a week or so much a day type of thing. Mm -hmm. I started hitting that and I came up with a writing discipline and that really helped. And um, when I use that, then I kind of stay on track. So I write down like what I want to write because I do have my novel I'm trying to revise. Mm -hmm. Then I have a bunch of other projects I'm doing at the same time. Oh, yeah. So I write down what I want to work on that day, how much I want to write. And then if I have something in mind, I write what I want to get accomplished. And when I stick to it, it's really good. Oh, and good. It, it keeps me on track. I used to do NaNoWriMo every year. I did it for a few years in a row. And I got... Actually, I did get two novels out of it because one year I didn't finish. But still, I gave myself a consistent word goal because at... 50,000 words a month, it breaks down to 1667 a day. Right. You know, I just gave myself a goal somewhere around there. And if I made that goal, boom, I nice. made that goal. There was a computer app too called Write or Die. Oh. You have to type consistently and you have to, um, it kills your inner editor because right. you can set the level of consequences mm -hmm. for when you stop. But you can set the consequences milder or more severe. Okay. And sometimes if you stop for too long, like some annoying song pops up or... Um, that sounds interesting. I've never heard of it. I'll yeah. have to look into it. And there's one consequence that's super horrible is everything you worked for gets erased, which I'm not ready for that kind of consequence. No, no, nope, no, that, no, no. That one's not going to happen. But you type your stuff and you can set it for like 10 minutes, 15 minutes, half hour. And I've managed to get... A good thousand words a day out of that. That's good. That's good. Kills your inner editor. Sometimes you're going to type what's completely essentially garbage, but at the same time, you're kind of getting that garbage out to make room for the good stuff that's going to come out. Right. You're purging. And I think that's what I need to do, and I can't let myself do that right now. I just... I'm not a perfectionist. Although I think I'm a perfectionist without even being near perfection. But I think that's what part of my problem is. I want it to be almost ready to go. And when you're just writing to get it out there, that's not going to happen. There are some people, but that, I'm not one of them. I'm not one of them either. And quite frankly, most of us are not. <laughs> what you see sometimes, what looks like a perfect first draft, that's a draft where the writer has been editing and tinkering while they're going. Exactly. So it's not something they slam typed and barfed out in one fell swoop and then no editing happened. Right. I love I love the backspace key. I love my mouse. I love my, my cut cursor. and paste. Yes, where I can yes, cut and paste is awesome. I like to write when when there's nobody around. Yeah. I can't have everyone around me, like, interrupting me. Right, because even though they know I'm writing, they still have that one question to ask you that... Mm -hmm. Just real quick! Yeah, something just not even important. And I'm like, you seriously had to interrupt me for that? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I like to go to um, 
like various coffee shops and yes. not use the Wi-Fi. Right. And that's exactly what I do. And in fact, I did not charge my Kindle today. So that means I don't pick it up to play my games. Mm-hmm. So this is good because then I get other things done. Oh, yeah. Because it's just, it's a rabbit hole, like you said. I think we've all done that. We go to research something and, you know, three hours later. Oh, yeah. Then you're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Where was that dress again? Now I'm looking at serial killer memes again. What the fuck? Exactly. This dress and, oh, now, I'm go- now I've gone to Buffalo Bill putting the lotion on its skin. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Why am I looking at Ed Gein memes now? Oh, fuck. Yes. All because I wanted to research that one goddamn dress from 1917 from the Sears catalog. Right. Also, do you like to listen to music when you write? I used to do that all the time, Mm -hmm. and now I find it too distracting. Well, it depends on what you listen to. So, I do like to listen to classical music, or my husband actually, he hijacked my YouTube account years ago. So, he'll do these playlists for us, and um, he has one that's um, movie soundtracks. And most, most of them don't have lyrics, and it's pretty cool. And I, you know, I don't know how to say, I'm probably going to blaspheme. But not a big Lord of the Rings fan. I've never got into that series either, so we're blaspheming together. Okay, cool. Don't add us. I know. Oh, wait, (laughs) wait. If you send us a bunch of hate mail and attack us on social media, thank you for tuning in. Thank you. Yes. Thank you for giving us more listens. (laughs) Thank you for giving the social media more attention. Hate makes views. Yes, this is true. All right. So, because fantasy is not really my big thing, and I'm okay with that. But anyway, the Lord of the Rings soundtrack is pretty cool. So, I'll put movie soundtracks or classical. There's certain classical stuff I like that kind of help me relax and uh, just kind of get in the moment. Oh, yeah. I like ambient noise, too. I found the thing that really works for me is having a weekly group to go to. I tend to do, true confession, I tend to do most of my writing a couple of days a week tops now. Right. And on the times that I haven't gone, this sounds pretty selfish, but on the times I haven't gone, it's because I haven't gotten anything together (laughs) to read for that week. So I... Oh, hold on. All the helicopters and shit coming through. I want to get all the outside noise away. Okay, my brief pause to turn off the background noise has been in vain. I got up in order to close the windows because there's helicopters flying through because... We get fires up in our neck of the woods. Yes, we do. I mean, we still have the fan going because it's butt-ass hot in fucking October, which makes no sense. Yes. And now we got Charlie in the background barking at us. Because that's what he does. Although, would it be Procrastination Planet if Charlie didn't bark in the background? This is true. So, I will accept the dog barking, the helicopters not so much. So, as I was saying, if I don't have something to read for that week something put together i think of excuses why i don't need to go and that's selfish um because sometimes i mean there have been a lot of times i go when i don't have anything to read you know we're all there to read and critique so yeah and it's nice to talk to everyone too because sometimes i've had weeks because midterms or essays or something like that getting in the way but at the same time i've had an impacted week and nothing but work and school and the commute is killing me also, if I don't get my time with my group, I go a little feral and I don't want to go feral. Or, you know, you just have life going on and uh-huh. you just want to get away from your life for a minute and uh, you go there and people love you or hate you or, you know. Yeah. And it's cool. <laughs> as long as they're paying you some attention, it doesn't matter. This is true. All attention is good attention. No. <laughs> Wait, I, for- I forgot this podcast is for the kids and I got to, <laughs> you know, not let them act like fucking assholes just because they want attention. 
I don't know if you do this when um, I go to the library or even the coffee shop. Mm -hmm. I'm okay, but sometimes I get distracted because I'm afraid people are going to like look at what I'm writing and then just think I'm a horrible writer. And oh no, (laughs) stuff like really stinks. Even that's your that's your inner critic. It is. It is. And tell that inner critic, thank you for your help. (laughs) I know you're trying to help me, but let me write this and I'll let you work this out later. Okay, I will give it a try. You can talk all the shit you want once I'm done with this. Seriously, I promise I will let you just talk all the shit you want. But right now, please let me give you something to shit talk. That's a good idea. Yeah. I have to take my own advice in that regard because... Okay. You do the same thing? Mm-hmm. Or on a on an airplane, I won't open my computer because people can see like through the seat behind me. They can see it and they'll know it's crap. And <laughs> so, I don't know. I just... I make sure I write weird shit so they regret looking over my shoulder. I'm going to digress just a minute. I'm at that point where if one more freaking telemarketer calls, I'm just, you know, I'm going to act like I hate we're having that. sex. Do it. Seriously. Mm-hmm. And just start moaning and making all these noises and stuff. And um, bring the butt plug. Thank you. I, bring, I'm so tempted. Get the silicone lube. That's better for the butt stuff. Come oh on. Come on. Thank you. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so tempted. And now maybe after this podcast. No, not the petroleum jelly because <laughs> that breaks down the latex. No, no, don't. The silicone. Or talk about something like um, a murder or drugs or Satanic something. Satanic ritual. But if I do that, then... Are you a virgin? <laughs> Are you a virgin? <laughs> Fuck. Can't use you for the sacrifice then. God oh, damn it. That's funny. That's a good one. Oh my God. Do it. Do it. Because most of the time, if we don't know who it is, we just don't answer it. But lately, there's been a few because then they get a little clever and they'll call in your own area code or mm-hmm. even your own. Um, what is where I'm looking for? The first three numbers there, not the area code. The other. Oh one. yeah, the same three numbers. Yeah, in the, I've seen like that too. And you call and it's um some telemarketer. I do a reverse lookup. I just never answer because that's annoying. Yeah. Although one time I did answer because I was yeah you know job searching and oh my area code the fuck like no 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 bye. Yeah, exactly. I was taken to a back in order to do my armchair quarterback and cleverness. Well, next time I'll be like, are you a virgin? <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. So I've been thinking about all these things. I'm like, oh, I should do that. But it can't be anything illegal. No. Because then you'll have the cops knocking on your door. That's true. So maybe not asking for... So maybe not talking about murders yeah, and so shit. Yeah, not murder and drugs. It would be fun, but... Do you want to see a picture of my feet? The FBI at your door. <laughs> or the local constabulary. <laughs> anyway. I guess we had to find um, legal but still annoying things to talk about. Yeah, that's true. Oh my God, don't you hate it when your underwear crawls up your butt? <laughs> I mean, I got I got boy shorts. How are they crawling up my butt? And what? This is awful. And then I... Then I tried to pluck the wedgie and I plucked out a butt hair by mistake. God, oh my God. Now I gotta shave my butthole. Fuck. That's hilarious. You know what? Thank you for reminding me to shave my butthole, telemarketer. This is Procrastination Planet, and this is why we can't get our writing done. I know. We, we digress about buttholes. <laughs> we went from writing habits to, let's screw with telemarketers. <laughs> that could be a book. Another project. Oh, yes. Another project. Fucking with telemarketers. Oh, my goodness. I have found that um, having a goal is definitely important. Like, you've put together your goals. Yeah. And um, your goals, whether you've met them, that sort of thing. They're just words written on the page at this point. (laughs) (laughs) The thing that really works for me is having that deadline, though. Yeah. Yeah. If I have the weekly group, 
having to have something to show the group, that's my little deadline. Sometimes that doesn't work for me. (laughs) But that's another goal to hit, too. And also, when we got together and talked a little bit about writing habits, Mm -hmm. Jill was saying that that helped her, too, because she... You know, I think we all get in that mode where we think we are the only person this is happening to. Oh, yeah. But we all have our shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's the title of one of our episodes about insecurity is called We All Have Our Shit. <laughs> Tune into that because you're not alone. Seriously, we all have our insecurities. Yeah, we do. And that helps me, too. But also, I follow this one guy on Twitter, and his name escapes me right now, but he does interviews with authors, and he asks them the same, like, four questions, and it just shows you people are so different. What what works for some just does not work for others. Oh, yeah. When I started doing NaNoWriMo last year, I joined one of their Facebook groups, and some of these people are just off the hook. I'm just, (laughs) I would call like you sometimes and or text you and say, oh my gosh, can you believe this? And I have the screenshots to prove this. I know. They're just just crazy. And I'm like, yeah, that's not me. And (laughs) I finally had to go off because rabbit hole, I would just, you know, I needed fun. So I would just go and read like all these crazy comments people would put up and Mm -hmm. I, you know, I would enjoy it. But, you know, then I would lose an hour. Yeah, you thought the group was going to keep you accountable, and then it turned into a rabbit hole. Yeah, these people are more screwed up than me. (laughs) (laughs) That type of thing. And then... Now I want examples. Well, this one guy, he finished his book in like four days. and Okay, I hate that bitch. Yeah, and this... Oh, and this other... Not that I'm jealous or anything. No, no, not at all. Yeah, and then this other post was... If I remember it right, oh my gosh, it was so crazy. They were getting all their affairs in order. It It was almost like they were going, you know abroad for six months oh yeah or, like they were dying they were getting all their affairs in order and they had all their meals planned and in the freezer and all this for the whole month oh, i'm I like s- oh my god are I you see that freaking insane and, and i have my bug like, out bag i know it's like going into a prepper group or something yeah i mean i i'm left-wing as shit but also i i, I do believe in prepping yeah absolutely but you get a lot of these other prepper types and it's like oh um you're kind of Hitlerific, aren't you? With your militia self. Yes. Ew. Yes. And then you get these NaNoWriMo, like, prepper types. Yes. And you're like, I'm getting flashbacks. I'm getting PTSD from falling down one of those prepper rabbit holes. Why do I do this to myself? There is another one. Somebody was deciding whether they should even do it this year because they just had a baby or they were going to be delivering. And I'm like, um, well, that's... You had a baby. Don't Come on. Right when you want. I mean... And again, it's just for your own accountability. It's not like you're going to win a contest. They're not going to grade it. They're not. It's not for anybody but yourself. And that's why I was like, I could do this on my own. It it drove me crazy. That's why I stopped. (laughs) Sometimes you just have to take the rabbit holes out of the way because otherwise they get way too tempting. Yes. After the guy said he finished in four days, I'm like, yeah, I'm done. And Mm -hmm. I just, a dilly group. (laughs) Yeah. Not that I'm jealous of your work count or anything, asshole. I know. I know. I was like, okay. My um, local friendly bookstore is having, they're going to start a writer's group in November. Oh. On Wednesday nights for NaNoWriMo. Oh. Yeah. Up here? Yeah. Well, I didn't join yet, and I can't remember if I still have time. Is it by the 31st? I can't remember. I had to check with the bookstore, but... If you don't do NaNoWriMo, can you still come in and join her group? I think you can, yeah. 
it's just to get together and get our word count in. Oh, okay. That kind Are of thing. Are you doing it this year? I think so. I think I'm. I think I might do it just to do that. Or um, I told her I'm. I have a lot of academic stuff to write. And she's like, oh, you do your academic writing. You might have to read it aloud to the group. But right. I'm like, you know what? If it keeps me typing without the distractions, I'll NaNoWriMo my research reports. That's true. That That's good. Actually, I might do it just for myself, not to sign up, but I'll just do it for myself to yeah. improve my writing habits and apply things that we've talked about. That'll work. Plus, Tim was saying he's he's going to shut up and write. And what's that, an hour and a half or two hours where you just sit and type? Yeah, so I think write it's... Or whatever. Yeah, I think it's going to be kind of the equivalent of shut up and write. I think she wants to expand it to include, like, workshopping and critiquing and that kind of thing. But okay. I'm not sure if I'm ready to join another critique group. Yeah. I like the critique group I'm in. Right. That one, to me, it's it's pretty... Brutal is not a right is not the right word, but... It's a critique and you uh-huh. get critique. And this other one I go to, not, I, I haven't been to it for a while, but I do enjoy it. But they're more kid gloves rather yeah. than, rather than let's just dig in and tear this piece of shit apart, you know, that type of thing. Yeah. I can't do the kid gloves writing group. Yeah. I probably could have done something like that in my very, very, very early practice. Yeah. But ultimately, I like getting constructive feedback, even if it's hard to hear. Yeah. Cause I know. I've said it in the critique group episode. <laughs> it's not what you say, but how you say it. True. If you're going to be a total asshole about the way you deliver feedback, right. it's not really useful. But sometimes I, I get critiques that are hard to hear, but I know the person has a point. Right. That's when it's the hardest to hear. Sometimes you're like, oh, God, I had to fix things. Or I'll go home. I didn't, go, I didn't join a critique group to have to fix anything. But ultimately, I drive home. I think we're all like that. Yeah. So I'll go home. I'll go home pissed off and think, oh, my God, they just don't know what the hell they're talking about. And then I'll stew on it and I'll stew on it and then I'll let it go. And then I'll go back to it like a week later Mm -hmm. and I'll be like, shit. They're I right. Think they have a point. God damn it. <laughs> Some things I'll go through and I'm just like, no, you know, when it becomes a style issue. Yeah. That's on the writer and whether you take it or not. But when it becomes, um, you know, like grammar or. Or like definite structural edit. Structure, that's what I was looking for. Plot points, character exactly. motivation, then, that sort of thing. And I know you've done this. I've done it a lot. Um, I will text or email people and go, mm-hmm. okay, I need to fix this. And how do I, how do I fix this? I yeah. think this will work. And the more you talk about it, the more it helps. And, um, yeah, you don't have to take the criticism exactly. in a vacuum. Right. Sometimes it does help to talk it out and get some ideas. Cause then you're like, oh, I understand what that person is going for. Exactly. But exactly. yeah, I'm not, or if there's, if there's something like, you came up with and it, it's probably one of the best pieces of writing you've done and and then it gets torn apart mm-hmm. or one certain part that you love and you really want it in the story but it just doesn't work right there kill your darlings oh my god i hate that i hate that oh and yeah it's just it's almost like it almost is like killing your darlings because when you decide to omit something it's it's hard especially you if, can save it for later put it in your folder of orphans i have one of those folders too <laughs> <laughs> I don't call a folder for orphans, but I do have one of those folders. Yeah. And I found that having something to read for Ozcat also helps keep me accountable. This is true. That's where I came up with my, my latest short story. Yeah. Shameless plug. So once a month in, um, in Vallejo, our local radio station, Ozcat, has the Art Beats segment at 10 a.m. And 
I usually link that in my bio on Instagram. The third Thursday of the month. Third Thursday of the month. That's right. Local authors have a chance to read like a chapter, a short chapter, or a short story. Flash fiction. Yeah, that sort of thing. I tend to read flash fiction on those because they're kind of easier to come up with. Right. I might read a chapter of my work in progress at some point. I don't know. But having something to read kind of keeps me writing as well because I'm going, ah, I'm going to be on the radio. I'm going to get my 15 minutes of fame if I write this out. Yes. So that kind of helps. to My own ego helps to keep me accountable sometimes because I'm a teensy bit of a narcissist. I'm a narcissist. <laughs> We're narcissistic together. Yeah. Welcome to Narcissistic Neptune, one of the moons of Procrastination Planet. <laughs> so I've, I've done it twice. I know you've done it more. And I, could, I just couldn't get anything together for October. So maybe next year. Yeah. But um, I plan to read in November. I do. Oh, cool. I need to get something together for November, too. And they're also doing a Christmas one. I am reading for Christmas. I, need I have to get one together. I have a little flash fiction for Christmas. Oh. It's a very happy, cheerful, wholesome Yay. Christmas story. So, unlike Carly. <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah, the story that I'm going to be reading for Christmas, it's totally not a Carly story. No, no, it's not at probably, all. It's probably still really, really good. Aw, thank you. Yeah, I need to I need to pull one together for Christmas. I just... Uh, Do it! I know. But if I go in with a flash fiction attitude, it might be easier. And yeah. I might be able to get something together. That'll be fun. Yeah, so... So that's another thing that keeps us accountable is having a deadline for the radio. Writing habits and deadlines. Oh, yeah. I think we've covered a lot of good stuff to... I covered all my kick bullets. Our, yeah. <laughs> I've covered my bullets, too. <laughs> a lot of stuff that keeps us accountable, ways we kick our asses, ways we kick each other's asses. Yes, and we lived up to our name. We digressed a little bit. Oh, yeah. That was fun. Digression Tell is very on brand for Procrastination Planet. Yes, and the telemarketers beware. That's right. Don't call my number. Actually, do call my number. I need to have a little fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> be like, oh, my God, I have this hangnail. What do you do for hangnails? <laughs> And I got these bunions on my feet. Can, can I text you a picture? Is it a bunion or a corn? I don't know. I'd Google it, but maybe you've been there. I, I'd like to get the personal touch when it comes to answering my foot questions. Or I could say, oh my gosh, you just hit me in the middle of a plot. I need help on this plot. And, you know, just go off and they have to go off their script and yeah that would be fun yeah what would you do if um yes you were you're speeding down the highway <laughs> and you're trying to tweeze a little hairs out of your mustache <laughs> oh because you had an emergency because you know how you get those chin hairs that creep up on you and you're like what the fuck where'd that come from i gotta tweeze it out fucking now <laughs> do you have do you carry emergency tweezers in the car Oh, tell Mark. Yes, no, I'm trying to survey you. Okay. Do you carry emergency tweezers in your glove box? You are no help. Click. <laughs> oh, the UPS guy's here. Gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> He'll know. He's cute. <laughs> oh my God. Um, when we'd sold our house in Vallejo and we were staying in our little transitional condo in Benicia while we were waiting for another house to buy. I ordered my dog's food online, right? Because I had to get, like, super special food and blah, 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 because Charlie is a little wuss, and he has a special diet. You have no idea. Yeah. You should see, the, <laughs> you should see what I do for my dog. Oh, we got puppies. Yeah. She's an old lady. Yeah. I got I got a little old man. <laughs> 
So the um, UPS. Yeah. So the UPS driver showed up, right? I got the package delivered. I'm not going to make any dirty jokes about packages being delivered. Ooh. Although it's very tempting because yeah. I open the door I'm like, holy shit, everything is better in Benicia. Because oh. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was... He was pretty hot. Yeah, he was a buffet table oh, full of snacks. Nice. But then it turns out I think he was a substitute UPS driver because the delivery oh. guy from here on out was a different dude. He was the consistently yeah. fugly dude that would come by. And I'm just like, I was super offended. I'm like, I need a refund on my shipping. <laughs> I am entitled to a refund on my shipping. Things are not better in Benicia. That was only a temporary spot of hotness. And I am disappointed. There was an episode of New Girl that my daughter and her friends got me watching. Mm-mm. So I've watched the series, oh, more times than I want to <laughs> admit right now. But it's a fun series. And there's this one episode where Jess and Cece open the door and there's this hot UPS guy. I, I don't, I'm sure it's not <laughs> UPS, but it's a delivery guy. It could, it could just be the mail. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, did you give me a stripper? And he's like, ladies, I'm not a stripper. <laughs> and it's, they're like, can you just take off your shirt? <laughs> and he's like, have a nice day. And he was pretty hot. It was hilarious. Mm. This is not my job. Okay, now I know how baristas and hairstylists and waitresses feel being objectified because they're paid to be nice. Yes. Fuck. Yes. Yeah, that's why you never hit on somebody in the service industry. Exactly. When they're on the clock, just because we're smiling at you and we're being friendly does not mean we're trying to fuck you. This is true. We will get written up by management if we're not smiling and being nice. Just keep that in mind. But if you're a smoking hot delivery guy, don't be sad that we might be looking just a little bit longer because you look good in those shorts. And yes, I did accidentally drop that so you'd have to bend over and pick it up. (laughs) Yeah, I I accidentally dropped something so I'd have to bend over and pick it up because I still got the ass of a woman half my age. You do. You do. Hashtag real brag. (laughs) Okay, fine. Yeah, I've been... Hey, I've been lifting. I'm fucking proud of myself, man. I can do a full set of push-ups. I think I flexed on this on the last episode I recorded. I don't care. But I could do <laughs> like a full set of push-ups, like anywhere between 8 and 12 without cheating them out on my knees. Good for you. Yes, I'm very proud I am of you. strong. I have muscles. It's, I am proud I'm getting of you. them. It's fun to have muscles. So I have muscles. They're just kind of, they just kind of lay there. I might, <laughs> I might have abs. I don't know. Probably not, but. If I did, they'd be kind of hidden under my little pot belly, but oh well. When we got back from our cruise, I I was so good because we walked a lot when we were, we went to Alaska and it was, it was so much fun and um, it's beautiful, just gorgeous. And when we got back, I was really good. I stayed in the routine. I was eating well and that kind of all went to shit. So I need to get back mm. on, need to get back up on that pony and, and start again. I like listening to podcasts or um, watching, oh, RuPaul's Drag Race is streaming on Hulu right now. <laughs> Seasons one through six. Wow. So you can watch something like that while working out on your free weights. You could, or I could listen to Procrastination Planet with Carly and Sabrina. Mm-hmm. Or Carly and guest hosts. Yeah. <laughs> Carly and the revolving series of guest hosts because we're like, I think we're going to become the spinal tap of podcasting in that we go through co-hosts the way spinal tap went through drummers. Yes, I'm a drummer. But I'm bum. I can spin this. We miss you, Sabrina. I do. I miss. I know. Her. I'm. 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 I'm crying in a corner, and in, in mourning. I think my Instagram 
for Procrastination Plan, it's going to be just like stormy images of like an anonymous face looking blankly out into the distance. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I hope I lived up to Sabrina. I know I'm not as, I don't think I was as good as her, but I had fun. Oh, good. I had fun with you too. I'm, again, I'm super grateful that you stepped in to pitch hit and is it pinch hit or pitch? I, I don't know any kind of baseball terminology pinch hit pinch hit okay well you, you stepped in to pinch hit and i appreciate that and, and, and you, you hit it because it's in the middle of the world series so a baseball term there you go oh there we go i was on point and on topic without even realizing yes, it but that's okay nobody needs to know that <laughs> it's on a you need to know basis and right now you don't need to know this is true and i will come back if you need me to <laughs> Oh, awesome. <laughs> hey, if I if I have time to research... Although, after all the hate mail that comes in after this episode, you might not <laughs> want me to. Okay, if you like her, her name is um, Janine. And if you don't like her, um, her name is Betsy DeVos. <laughs> Send all your hate mail to Cruella DeVos. There you go. Okay, so if you like Procrastination Planet, don't forget to like, don't forget to download, subscribe, give a five-star rating and a quick review to push us up the charts if you're on Apple or Stitcher. And if you feel so called, you may donate to our Patreon page. You can find the link to it at procrastinationplanet.com. And if you want to buy some Nifty Loco merch, go to procrastinationplanet.com and find a link to our Teespring Hit us up on social media. Email at procrastinationplanetpod at gmail.com. Okay, that takes care of the end of episode calls of action. Calls to action. What the fuck ever? It's Saturday. I don't care. (laughs) Anyway, I'm Carly Knight. I'm Janine Biggs. And thank you for listening to Procrastination Planet. Have a good day. Bye. 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 Procrastination Planet has been written and produced by me, Carly Knight. Our logo is designed by C. Trojan of C. Trojan Art. Our theme music is Laser Unicorns by Christian Penn, courtesy of Jamenda Licensing. Check us out at procrastinationplanet.com. Over there, you can catch links to our bonus content for every episode, as well as links to our Patreon and our Teespring pages. All other sound at Procrastination Planet is courtesy of Charlie and Holly our official podcast puppies. Don't forget to drop us an email at procrastinationplanetpod at gmail.com. Let us know how we're doing. 